Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome along to the Wise Men's Here podcast, the last one of the season. No doubt everybody's smiling here and listening as well. It's not even a great escape, I was going to say it, it's just not, wasn't great at all, more like a... Well, it was a, great. A, a, yeah, but a sustained level of yeah. improvement, it doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it, does it? It's competent yeah. escape. Somehow Steve's managed to make the whole thing sound boring. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And if there's one man here who was going to do that, yeah. I didn't think it was you. Listen to Craig. It was, uh, listen to him. Like Steve, you said just before we start yeah, recording right. there, Mr. I Love Football again. Yeah. That's a voice well, of Craig Clark. Know, He's never main, been on the show for weeks because he yeah. fell out of love. Main, the the main, all the about, main, he was all about Kanye now. It's about the football <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, the thing actually, is, I've been really just, all the time, whenever I listen to any rap music, I just think of Sam Allardyce. Because the ego and that, it just fits him perfectly, isn't it? I was worried about you though, Brilliant. Craig, and it's good to see you enjoying it again. Like, yeah, in all well, seriousness, because I was, I was worried that you know, in, in your hipster ways, in the, in the, la- hipster in the last year <laughs> or two, um, <laughs> the the sort of like literature and audio you were engaging with seemed to enlighten you to a point where yeah. football, football was like nearly an irritant in your life. No, that's what it, that's what it, it came it across. It was spoiled like. by other things that we won't go into because they've been dealt with, and also the sustained crapness of the team <laughs> didn't help. But there was obviously other stuff going on that we've. As they always say, Craig, winning helps. I know it does, but so it also helps when you clear, you clear out criminals from <laughs> yeah, the club, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, clear out the... Uh, well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But, like yeah. I say, we've moved on from that yeah. now. Yeah. And a bit, and I think it's a bit harsh to, you know, call Danny Graham a criminal just because he's like, really bad at football. <laughs> I was know? thinking more about Will Buckley, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> how have we managed to bring the mood down so quickly? Oh, it doesn't Two minutes in. There's a, there was a few laughs there. It's, it's, it's derailed. derailed. Been, I've been getting into comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it was droll. That's what it was. We're going to talk about respecting the point, actually, because we're, we're going to... Just and speak, that's the other main reason. Well, we're going to you know, we'll speak a little, a little bit about, about the Watford game. I want to like look back over the, the season as well and just go through it in chunks as well. But Craig Clark, as, as you can probably hear, is with us as is Rory Fallon. A great atmosphere yesterday, lads, wasn't it? Which is kind of like the only prize we might have as fans for a while where you could just revel in all that. I was meant to. And sing about Newcastle, is that allowed? Of course, it's allowed, well, isn't it? Of course it is. I'm st- it is getting a bit... Uh, on the way home, like, I just went down with my dad yesterday in the car and on the way back, we had like we made the, the sort of error of putting 606 on with uh, Robbie Savage. Huh. <laughs> exactly. And he's bleating on it. Like, I know his job is to sort of troll to get people to ring into his... Imagine that being... And I, mean, I, I mean, I am looking for work at the moment, so <laughs> if anyone needs someone to troll, for money, I'll take the job. Carry well, on. he's actually... His mate Fletch is leaving. Yeah. So I there's an opening. Not, there's a, there was a rumour, wasn't there, about that they'd fallen out? Well, I think over, it was what, over what exactly? Well, Robbie short... Savage's personality, probably. Well, all Fletcher's personality. Yeah, yeah he's not fair. much better, like, is he? Yeah, maybe a bit of a personality clash there. Anyway, he's gunning on like, oh, Arsenal fans, you can't be happy with second. You know, and all, all this people can't be happy. And it, but it isn't just there, is it? Obviously, Newcastle fans don't want us to be happy because it must really infuriate them. But you know, I it's been a really bad season for us on many levels, and that's why this is so enjoyable. And that's why I'm going to enjoy it, and everyone else should bloody enjoy it. Suggestions that they wouldn't do the same are laughable. What a bollocks. Con- considering my language. It's fine. No, you'll it's get fine. away with it on this one, it's fine. Um, con- con- <laughs> Bolly was on the other way, and he was cut at five. and Jeffin. Considering sort of everything that the Newcastle fans sort of base their analysis of Sunderland on is. You know, lack of facilities, it gets that ridiculous, doesn't it? Let's be honest. So for them to start trying to suggest that they wouldn't like revel in this. I mean, is, is they have reveled in it in the it? past as well. Fanzines, whole, exactly, we'll meet yeah. again. Was start, they sang that before we did. So we want to take that. Yeah, if they want to take that as a victory. The whole Macam in Milan thing and airport thing, I just yeah. you know, it speaks yeah. volumes, doesn't it? Writing to the mayor of Milan to prove <laughs> that they have never seen a Macam in Milan. <laughs> and taking time out of your day to do that. And I know it's obvious... Moral that, high, it's just ob- in the moral high ground. Just you know, I think it's it's pretty low. Like I think it's well, below C level. I think level. we need to go back to that letter because we need to just state clearly what it proves. I know all of our listeners are quite erudite and know what it means, but let's spell it out. That means he's a loser, <laughs> one of the saddest people on the planet. 
And he wears it like a badge of honour. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's what people will do, won't they? Idiots. Sam was to anyway. even Sam on, yeah. no, no, on, on, the, on the fans. Can we dig out some more people when we come back? Can we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. By <laughs> our end, yeah. Okay, carry on. No, we always say it, but a, a word for the fans because they were very vocal today, weren't they? Uh, just a bit. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, they've they've helped us a tremendous amount, and and, uh, and particularly since the turn of the year when they saw a team that was getting progressively better and showing more and desire and determination to get out of trouble, and they got behind the players more and more and more and more and encouraged them, even when they weren't playing quite so well, to, to get back to what, they, what they've been seeing. And, of course, when you win games of football, then the fans really do enjoy uh, coming to watch and spending their hard-earned money. And, of course, for us to have only, only lost one in the last 11 games means they've been entertained and they've got value for money because when they've gone home, we've been picking up points. Certainly have. There you go. Sam saying it's all right to sing about Newcastle indirectly is what he said there, I think. Did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, He'll be enjoying it, it, won't he? I mean, he was well, enjoying it. He, yeah. the, thing the, way, is, the way he was binned off yeah. by them as well, man. Of course well, with Allardyce, is that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I don't understand why some why other clubs probably don't like him because he has got an ego and, like, in his press conferences, he'll always have a little, you know, sly, <laughs> like, nudge at somebody or something like that. But that's the way he is. But the thing is, though... That's obviously part of the the motivation for him to succeed and do well, and that's, you know, there's something, you know, about what what's happened at Sunderland in the last, you know, few months, and it is refreshing to hear him, you know, in sort of in March, April time, talking about how bad we. I mean, openly saying, I'm not surprised the fans were him because we were rubbish last year, and we, you know, losing five. It's it's funny because that losing run in Christmas when we had five on the bounce. I think the first one was the Arsenal game, and we actually. Played all right in that game and got beat three one. I would, can he? And yeah. one one of the things that I, I like to think about a lot when I think about that game is Ola Toivonen at the base of the midfield. <laughs> yeah. And you just think how far we've come from there to the team that has finished the season so strongly, like and Quates as well. I think Quates yeah, played in that yeah. Arsenal game. There's another one who was you a know, regular. He was playing in the Palace yeah. games, the Stoke games. Sort of compare maybe him, Lens, Toivonen, a sort of Kirk. Kirchhoff, Kierkegaard, whatever. Um, whatevs. Whatevs. Kone and uh, Kazri. And it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. there's I mean, no Len, comparison. I mean, is there, bringing it you know? slightly back to yesterday, I guess Lens had a, a reasonable game in some respects. Mm. I just wish he'd just like. He's a lazy, just you know, a lazy smile. Like, sort of git. Just smile, <laughs> like, he just looks like he hates everything. You like, wouldn't mind you know. the moodiness if he. Yeah, if he did but actually to be fair, do a bit yesterday more. Yesterday, actually, he did do a lot of tracking back and he made actually a really good, like, last ditch covering. Challenge at one point, but you probably weren't even watching the game, were you? No, I was pretty intent. No, it was was a good game to watch. Actually, all thrown being around. No, no beer in the away end. No, no beer being hoid about. Just was mineral, mineral popping that bovril. Scars all over. I can't stop saying that. I've let one out the bag here. I'm out of control. I but it's Robbie Savage has got riled up. Yeah, I. <laughs> you know, I, thought, I actually thought he did. Yeah, he he did some good things and some bad things. But you look at him and go, there is a player in there. Oh, he's got talent. And you he? just wish, like, like the way he took his goal, lovely, lovely, like roll back on his left foot. And you just think, you just want to grab him and go, like, how are you, man? Like, you could be really good here. Well, like, why don't you want to be good here? Scott Page asked us about this anyway. One of the tweets we've heard said in to people, what you know, what about him now? It's it's hard. You know, despite yesterday's Diaz performance, it would be hard to uh, argue a case from. I guess it depends if somebody comes in from though. You've, I guess you've, you've, you've got to consider that. You know. You've got to consider his wages as yeah, well. Yeah. And, 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 and a sort and of what fee he might command come, yeah. if we could sell him. The thing about Lens yeah. is you look at him and go, do, does he want to do everything? Does he want to do what he needs to do to be successful here and reap those rewards? Or would he rather go somewhere where he doesn't? it's really easy for him and he mm. doesn't have to really put that much effort in and he'll get the same adulation you know if he goes up back to Holland or if he goes back to Russia or something like that he's not going to back to Russia he's not going to have to uh, the Ukraine, the Ukraine sorry. Have yeah. <laughs> sorry you know what I mean same thing geopolitical it? chat Aye. yeah it's about, it's, it will be Russia by the time yeah. <laughs> oh, this podcast this probably podcast comes out. Um, yeah so yeah I mean he could either do that and you know he'd probably get the same level of satisfaction he would out of being successful at Sunderland like that's the kind of you know, person he strikes us as when he sees attitude on the pitch, and like even in the lap of 
appreciation the other night. He was about 15 yards away from everyone at the back. Because he was his, trying to keep with his kids. Holding his, holding, yeah. Well, he had one of them in his hand, and he just looked miserable as shit. They don't know what it means. Well, his, ki- yeah. his kids were dragging the heels, much like he you dragged know, what the is, heels. What on the do his kids yeah. want to do what, what it takes to be <laughs> to appreciate the fans in the Premier League, or does he want to go back to Russia with his I mean, kids? To be fair, John O'Shea's <laughs> Lazy kid children. was crying his or her eyes out. I'm really not sure which. So disrespectful. Disgrace yeah. again. She must have been a bit prescient. Must have been thinking about John's performance. On Sunday, from before Sunday, yeah. well, he, he, <laughs> wasn't his know. finest hour, was it? Not that it matters, but he he, he was clambering he might have, he all game. Yeah, like. He might have been fouled for the first goal. I guess he was a little no, bit no, but just yeah. one. Just in just general, though, he, he's he's doing that Steve Caldwell hug your hug your man mm-hmm. thing, and yeah. it, he's better than that. And he he's just he's physically not got the, the robustness of like Kabul and like Corny, yeah. has he? Well, people are disappointed with the goals you can't say because the carnival atmosphere and stuff. Uh, well, the penalty was harsh. Uh, it's no, sort it was of never a penalty. They're equalising goal, and Claire turned around and said, "You must be the only person in this end that's annoyed with that." But it really, <laughs> it really well, it really well on us up, I thought. But um, you know, back back on a on a topic there, Chris Cambridge is asking us why Kevin Friend hates us so much. Which it was a linesman's fault more than his, mm, really. Yeah. Well, he gave that penalty, which yeah. But was aside terrible. from that, I, I think he refereed the game relatively okay. I didn't it's have it's still a major decision on the yeah. game, though. That there was a lot. It was one each one. It was. So I haven't seen it easy again, bit well. It was. It was one. It was a ref. It was a linesman each one. It was one in yeah. each half, yeah. and then so the, it's uh, Kevin Friend and his team. Yeah, it's halted. It's infectious. It's Kevin Friend. It's incredible. They're obviously trying to make friends with Kevin Friend by hating on us. Yeah. That was uh, mm. no. It wasn't uh, the two. I you know you've been watching comedy lately. Those two. Thanks. Offside decisions were, like. Like really, really I bad. I haven't like, seen them. Especially bad, like. like when you look at to get that wrong from, so from a free kick as well. You can take. I guess if you're a linesman, you can take up a position like a lot easier because the game's not moving; it's stationary. So yeah, you get, that, get wrong, that right. To get that wrong, yeah. is terrible. Really. And then you get that wrong, and then they pretty much equalise. Yeah, straight straight after. After. yeah, it's pretty, pretty annoying. And Dom and Doy just feeling like nothing yeah. go right. Good game, yeah, well. yesterday, I was just going to say probably deserved a goal for his performance. Yeah, yeah. It was a shame for him on a, on a personal level. He, didn't, well, he couldn't he? sign off for that goal. It's quite funny at the end when the sort of players were giving the shirt to people in the crowd and he sort of thought, shall I? Yeah. And he, oh, he, and he did, but he looked a little bit yeah. cheapish. Is this, is this yeah. coming back to me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I felt a bit sorry for him though because he clearly was knackered and it didn't look like the plan was to give him 90 minutes but because oh, of the Yedlin yeah, injury yeah. he had he had to play on but you, they kept putting the ball strim in like mm-hmm. areas that he would have to do really well yeah. to get on the end of and Clearly, well, I thought, you know, you know. To be fair to him, he's not been, you know, he's not been the best sign we've ever made, and he's not been that popular. But you know, you got to look at his time and say he's played, spent a lot of his time playing out of position. Well, that's you know, it, isn't had, it. He had two. Yeah. He had half a game through the middle. He had a game through the middle against Southampton. He had half a game through the middle against Man United. Did all right. He was he good half, on Sunday as well. He had a game so. through the middle at the weekend and did all right. And he was he held the ball up. He, he well, he he created a goal for Watmore, which was wrongly disallowed. His first, his first touch is a bit, yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Sometimes, but what I was saying to my dad, like after the game, he's like a sort of good version of someone like Amiobi. Like he's difficult mm. to play against. He's quite a cumbersome bloke, but that makes it hard for defenders as well. But obviously, when you're playing wide, that isn't playing to that strength. Think, uh, thinking about this kind of strike race, because this kind of like leads on to where we go next season. We know we know that Alex is probably going to look for a striker. Um, Michael Lofts asked us which kind of striker you would prioritise and Darren Elliott's also saying does a successive deform mean that we don't need to sign a sort of big man type of striker it's, oh, it's interesting to see which way he's going to you need to sign you need which to way he's going to go with that yeah Defoe can't be the only one yeah. I mean me and you Stephen were talking about before the game yesterday someone not these necessary type of players but I think he'll go for a Carroll Benteke ben like that type kind of, of kind of striker yeah I mean, cause and, then and, and then just because yeah. <laughs> he's on fire. Because he's on fire altogether. Then, <laughs> then have to force an alternative altogether. Well, no, no, you, you, no, but you, you can change a game either way. You can, might want to go to a game like we did against Southampton. You might want to go somewhere like like that and play one up, one up like he played and Doy. Yeah, took him off with half an hour to go. Brought it for on, sniffed out the chance, and in that game we were one kick away from getting the three points. And you would say, yeah, perfect game plan. You, you, you know that. This is the thing. It's like. You, You've got to you've got to have a squad and you've got to have the quality in the squad and the options and that's something to look forward to and if we can keep this group together and the, you know the 
<clears throat> maybe like 14 of the of the 18 that we've usually got on a match day mm. squad at the moment keep 14 of them and then you add maybe another six yeah then the you've got 20 you've got 20 players we're, we're probably half as many we've brought in other windows but actually, I would we tend to bring in between sort of six and ten if you can bring in if 12, you can, well maybe. if you bring in like three like upgrades and like three squad players or something and you were you know you're efficient in the market then you've got you know, you give yourself you give yourself a chance um, of, of building, and that's what they've got to do. Looking forward, really, they've got to give themselves the best opportunity they can to carry the momentum forward. We can't go on till October and not have won a game. You know, I think is it last three seasons we've not won a game in, or the last potentially last four seasons we've not won a, yeah. not won won a game, game in, in, uh, in August, the first two months. August and September. Yeah, I think that's the main difference going into this new season. People are saying, oh who are being a bit more cynical are saying didn't we feel like this about under Advocat didn't we feel like this under Poyer but from the start of the year Allardyce has shown that actually yeah. it does look a bit different yeah. already look at what he did in January in terms of getting rid of some players and bringing in some yeah. good players Advocat and yeah, yeah maybe not and as much and Poyer were kind of unknowns in the Premier League still as well no, but we, we have that to fall the back closest on the comparison oh, would yeah, be yeah, Martin O'Neill surely mm. He brought in Johnson and, and uh, Fletcher. I was going to say the two. The, the the thing with him was his first window in January, because he sort of came in at a similar sort of time to Allardyce, similar you know like his experience, mm. etc. But the players he brought in in January, I know it's not really a straight comparison. He might have had different budgets and stuff, but he brought like Wayne Bridge, Kiriaga, was it Kiriaga? Manga no, was the the was January it, after. after was yeah, after, just before I got mm, sacked. Yeah, it was only it was only Bridge and Kiriakos, wasn't it? Is that we, all were, we were playing and then quite it was well Johnson at the time, and though. Fletcher, and I, wasn't it? I remember people being happy with that, mm-hmm. though, because people were saying, no, like, "Yeah, like less, less yeah. is more in this case." No, we were, we not, were playing not, quite well. Yeah. And, he, and, and remember that was early doors for that group of players before the like it became apparent that that group of players would fail continually. I think we all knew. Yeah, there was the first season of O'Shea, Larson, Gardner, etc. I guess an analogy could be. I don't know, you know, it's really? like having a having a fiesta or something like that. And then every manager's got like a fiesta and they've got to somehow find a way to upgrade it to like a you know, high performance BMW or something in one go. At the moment we've kind of got like maybe a low performance BMW and you can go into the showroom <laughs> and you can go, right then I've got a little bit extra cash to spend. <laughs> I'm gonna trade my car in and get a, get a, a slightly better one. And we've got given ourselves our chance and every other window before we go well. We've got to we've got to kick on from here, and we've got to keep this person. But he's got a massive rebuilding job to do. Allardyce hasn't got. I know he's come out and said, "Oh, we're going to have to do work in the summer," but that's probably just he's just making sure yeah, he's getting the resources. Yeah, she was getting the resources. Realistically, we haven't got a massive yeah. job to do. We've got a position where we can go. Oh, we can add this player in. We can add this player in, and all of a sudden, Barini might drop to the bench. One of the centre midfielders drops Probably the bench. Probably Catamol if he keeps him via. Yeah. Yeah, Catamol's position yeah. looks vulnerable now, one, doesn't it? Should we get the Envilia thing out of the way? Because loads of people asking us about Envilia and, and, and Yedlin, sort of predictably. If, if, it, if it, that two million rumour for Yedlin was if we could get another football fullback as well, I'd definitely get if him in for two million. If bringing Yedlin for two million can get rid of Billy Jones and, like you say, <laughs> another... And it sounds hilarious, yeah. that's one we're taking, but... Don't no, I'm just so, laughing at Billy Jones. <laughs> I mean, it's a priority, that right-back, isn't it? And, and like you say, if it, it, was he to go out and spend money on a, on a, on a first-choice right-back and then sort of Yedlin became available for two million quid, I don't think people would oppose to him that much. But yeah. it's, a, it's about the message, isn't it? Because then if he goes out and gets Yedlin now... And then suddenly, subconsciously, does he think it's not quite as much as a priority as it was now? Mm. I, don't, I just don't think you buy a backup player before you've got your first choice. Mm. No, well, that's and he's not a first point, choice yeah. right back, and not enough for us. It depends on you. You know, you, it depends on your. You know, you, you know the way things are negotiated and what you've got. I mean, that I guess that's another, you know, point across the two situations we've had in the windows that we've had in the last year. Look in the in. Um, the, in the January, in the sorry, in the summer window, where it's almost like I mean, Bolly was talking about on Thursday, wasn't he? About how Dennis Smith got him up to the area and like took him round and showed him round, and it was like, yeah, go away and have a think about it. In this window, it felt as though it was like, well, I know who I know who Lent is, so I'm going to buy him. Oh, I know right, who Toyvan yeah. is, mm. I'm going to buy him. No real thought is are they going to fit? No. You know, even Congar to an extent. Well, I'm going to go and get Barini because I like Barini and I've no, been wanting them for ages. I think you went and got them because he would keep the fans happy as well. Well, no one's going to oppose that. Transfer, whatever, whatever the, the whatever the theory is, he went and got him right. Yeah. Um, 
whether or not they were the, for the right or wrong reasons that play was correct. And you know, the, when when you see, you know, almost where Allardyce is clearly operating with a lot rather than having a director of football and scouts, he's just got a load of scouts and all different scouts go and see. You know, Bolly was talking about going to see Kazri. He was talking about going to see the was it the Bordeaux right back who turned us down. Who I can't remember the name of. Who he kind Sama. of gave. No, it was began with a G. And he's actually saw I saw him actually linked um, a couple of days ago on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what you call him. Um, but I got the impression from like Bolly was kind of going, well, you know, would you have him now? And we were talking about that, and I was yeah. thinking, oh, maybe, maybe we might be back in for maybe we'll say, right, we're in the Premier League. Come and prove yourself. And I don't know, I think he only had a short amount of time left in his contract, so there might be a deal I to think be done. This, so. is, this is the issue but, with someone like Yedlin and saying, oh, well, for two million, would you take him well, It's uh, To me, that isn't really the point. It's more the point is, just because he's been here a season doesn't mean we need to do that. We no. did it with Quattes, and it yeah. was a terrible mistake. With Jamie as well. Yeah, like, we've done it, and we've had our fingers burned. Hmm. I think the lad's done okay. I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. He's done all right. I think he's got better. He's done all right, but I just don't see what the... That's why I was saying I think it's relevant if we go and sign another one first because of the message it sends out if suddenly you you go out and you buy him first and you say, oh, well, you know, he might just be a backup. It doesn't come across like that then. And as I say, subconsciously, then you might not put all your eggs into a different basket for... I get the impression that they'll have been working on what the who they're looking at in summer for six months. So, to me, that to me is really positive. And also, you look at, I mean, Yedlin, going back to him... The main thing that he's got is pace, and in this game, you, you know, like the way it is now, you like you look at someone like Carl Walker five years ago, pace, and, uh, and like not not a lot else really. No, he's a lot better, than and he's he used a lot to better be. than he used to be. And I'm not saying that he's going to have, you know, he's going to be a fully rounded the, the right diff- back. There's a big difference. Like Walker's a big physical lad, and I think like Allardyce quite likes like yeah. physical defenders. Like even when he got the two fullbacks at West Ham, who were good players, like Jenkinson's a big lad. Mm. And I think he'd be looking for more robust players to come in. Do you think I think that's that is... why he stuck with Billy Jones for as long as he did. Do you think that's kind of what he sees in Van Arnold to an extent as well? Because as quick he is, people don't. He is. Yeah, he's, he's a, he is quite he's, strong though. Yeah, he's he, a strong player, muscular player. But again, like with where he's looking to develop Yedlin, which he's done to an extent already, he's probably looking at that Van Arnold as well as, like you say, no make doubt. him a more robust kind of fullback and a bit more all round. I would have thought ultimately, if unless John. Say they get rid of Jones, he'll want to bring in a right back to start games. Van Arnold just let's assume he's the starting left back, mm. and then probably one of the full back out and kind of cover both sides in the way Jones can, and then maybe have a mm. centre back in the in the squad or a winger or someone else who can who can fill in. If I, he's going to need another centre. He's, he's not going to prioritise bringing in two full backs no. and like well unless it's one. He's not going to bring three in. Let's put it that way. I can't. I just can't see you. Committing resources to three yeah. fullbacks. So if you're saying Yedlin's not your man to start, I suppose he could play left back. I was going to say, could he not be the one who could play? But he just doesn't look like someone who would look comfortable at left like back. They're going to need yeah. two fullbacks regardless because Billy Jones, we, we, I think, you know, everyone knows that he's not up to it. So he's going to have to try and ship him out and, and replace him. And he's going to need another fullback. I mean, I thought Robson did all right on nah, debut. To be yeah. fair, I mean, obviously he's Good. not he's not immensely quick, but from a defensive perspective, he looked pretty robust. I thought by his age, yeah, positionally looked, sound, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. That was yeah. good. Read, I liked him. Grew into it, read the game, and I also thought Greenwood looked as though it was easy. He was. Mm, it, I wasn't that impressed. Really no. No. I thought Robson was the most impressive. He didn't really do anything. I thought. Yeah, I thought. He, you know, he was involved he was okay. in the goal. Um, he shot, good ball he out of lens. Bits, he? bits and bobs. But I think it's a bit easier sometimes as a forward. I think it's a little bit harder actually in defensive positions. Like you can get found out much yeah. quicker yeah. at a young age, and I thought that made Robson more of a standout. Yeah. And then when you compared, like, say, what more to the other two young forwards, like between him, Honeyman, and and Greenwood, you can just see he has got Looked something. Way ahead, yeah. Like he's he's he's, thought, he's, um, he's he's miles ahead in his development to me because he there's something about the way he runs at defenders. Like there was a chance where he sort of put it on his left foot and the keep inside the box and the keeper. I think the keeper parried it. And it was just like the defender was terrified because he didn't know which way he was going to go. Mm. And he just looks like he, he doesn't do it every game, don't get us wrong, and he is still much better off the bench. Mm. But he he's definitely solves a problem. I just think he needs he needs, he needs needs a trick. He ain't got a trick, has he? Yeah, but compared to somebody like 
He's a bit the, of a. He's a bit of. He's probably. Actually, he's a bit of a Navas. He's probably better than Navas, uh, but uh, <laughs> it does kind of it's the same thing. And it is like go at the fullback and then try and shift it one way and get a ball in. But it's fine. That's that's a useful tool. Yeah, it is. It's, but it's, I think I think sometimes it, there's nothing as as much as you can know he's going to do it. Can you always stop him doing it? I think well? I think it's easier to stop somebody like that than it is to stop somebody who's got a little bit of trickery about them. And I think if he if he had a few more tricks, you know, I think. Really, to me, seems like down the line I see him more of a central, central striker rather that's than a wide player. That's why he's grew up playing, though, yeah. hasn't he? Um, been I just think he's like somebody like his movement for the goal he should have had allowed was excellent. Came off the line, lovely run inside the uh, centre back. Um, but it was great to see as well. I thought about <coughs> that actually. I'm glad you mentioned it because I would have forgotten his final ball with his crossing and his passing is. Not the best at the moment, but he learned no. that because that's almost in some way a bit harder than actually finishing it. But like what I've noticed is that like I was thinking he probably had two chances since he's been like in the it's running since he came back in the team. He had one chance against Norwich and scored. Yeah. And he had uh-huh. one chance yesterday where he ran off and it was a lovely finish. And you just think that short it, it wasn't erratic, it was like a cool head and he just slotted it in. And you know, I think that's really promising because if you can if you can keep a cool head in front of a goal in the Premier League when you get one chance, you know he's a good player. He's got, he's got like I've been critical even though, of him a like, bit, even though like, because he player. had that little bit of a bad run around Christmas and people were like piling into him, even no, though he'd only played a few games. Which is exactly terrible. the kind of reason why some people get the kids in, get the kids yeah. out, and as soon as they're in, people start. Oh, he's not as good as I thought him. he was. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, what did you, what did you expect him to be? But like, you know, he he feels. You got someone like Lens or whatever, you know, kind of rather with Bindham, to be honest. You got someone like Watmore, like again, Lens might be more technical than that, but Watmore, he can carry the ball from his own box to the other end of the pitch, and even if nothing happens at the end of it, that's absolutely mm. brilliant. How that, was, that was so important against Norwich as well, wasn't it? We're saying about how we've got a core of fourteen players for next season. He's very much in that, and he deserves mm. massive amount of credit mm. for that for yeah. getting to that point in one year. Brilliant development. You look, and also Lens again. I remember, always remember Steve Bruce going on about Kenwin Jones saying he just couldn't, he just couldn't get the best out of him. And you look nice. at Lens and think, can could Allardyce? He's, he's, I mean, I think the likelihood is Allardyce will just say right because he's had, a, I mean, he's had a few problems. And he's, I mean, he's Dutch, isn't he? So he's obviously got beef all the time, and he. I mean, that's like a Dutch international the squad are notorious for like all <laughs> falling out with each other like three seconds into a tournament. I mean, there's obviously that in them, and he, you know, we, it must be like we a generalisation. <laughs> but it's Al Van Arnold as well. Yeah. I thought they were supposed to be like laid back. I thought that uh, was a stereotype. Maybe, it's, maybe the two laid back and oh, they get annoyed. So it's like a circle. Um, a lot of that could depend on what happens with players coming in because. But he might. He, he's going to listen off of for Mourinho as well. Let's be honest. He might say, if somebody comes in and, and suddenly says, "Right, he's ten million quid back for Mourinho," Lens might automatically by default then. Have to feature more, but it's it's, than, it's, than he, than he but it's not about whether or not he can feature. It's whether or not Allardyce, as, as I was saying, can he get the best out of him? Can he sit him down and say, you know, maybe he's not interested. Yeah, what I was say, that's what I'm saying. Don't you'd say, you'd say no, would you? Because not, he, he might he not be. featured more than it. Well, he no, has, because I think it's like. easier to, in the middle of it again when you're firefighting, as we always say every season in one of these podcasts. When you're firefighting, it's harder to bring the kids in. It's harder to, you know, blood players. It's easy to just go and get players in that you you know. You know, a lot of the time, you, and things like that. This time, it's, it's more stable in the summer, even though, you know, we've only finished 17th and we are, we didn't exactly, you know, break down any walls in terms of points totals or anything like that. You look at it, he's got some good players there and he's got a chance to build on a squad. He's got a good Lentz, who is a good player, but it's mentality. It's just his attitude. Yeah, it? his mentality's a problem, so... Well, Adelaide is he's either the kind of person who sees that kind of player as a challenge and he's going, you know what, I'm going to turn you into something. And it's whether I, it's, know, it's, I, just, I mean, like, I what, it's, it's, he's going to be 29. He's going to be 29, isn't he? It's whether like, he's going to put. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you know, you you don't have to be a fly on the wall or, or have any inside information to know that Allardyce is going to have set a lens. You know, you don't work hard enough off the ball, and that's down to the player at the end of the day, isn't it? I know what you're yeah. saying, Gareth. You know, can he motivate him to do it? But if he is, if he isn't somebody who's prepared to do it, no, I agree. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I agree. I, like, I think he'll probably just, they'll just cut the losses and well, get rid of him. Uh, and there'll be plenty of people who'll take him. That's what I was going to say. He's probably got more of a reputation on the continent. Yeah, someone yeah. you can shift. Probably go, you know, he could go back. They've just won the league, PSV, and he could go back there somewhere like that, back off to Holland. He'd probably just think, yeah, I'll go there and stroll about and score like 27 <laughs> goals and something. And, <laughs> Which is yep. fine. We'll be wondering why we ever sold him, um, yeah. etc. Well, look, the man, cycle repeats. That Luke de Jong's done it, though, hasn't he? Yeah, gone, yeah. You know, like he's gone back to Holland and he's banging him in, and it's like. Out the door, Afonso Alves. Out the door, doing very well, isn't he? Didn't he miss yeah, a penalty the weekend? And injure himself <laughs> in the process. <laughs> what a man! That is such an out thing that there was. That's the first I've heard of that. I want to have a quick look, just look look back all, over the season. I mean, how long ago does it seem now? We're talking about getting off to a good start next year, and the pre-season, was, you know, was, was massive this year for us, wasn't it? The travelling across America and up to Canada yeah, and stuff like that, that. losing quite comfortably to Doncaster in in a friendly a couple of games before the season. Going to Leicester City, that seems like a lifetime ago. All that, but we, 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 we would. I mean, we, we had the game there. I was there, yeah. yeah Gareth, you were there, weren't you? I went down At with the, you. Uh, Doncaster the Leicester game. one. No, the Leicester game. Oh Four yeah, yeah. First game of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. We, first game of the season. Yeah, was there. That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, we know we didn't know Leicester were going yeah. to win the league, but we followed that up with a, with a defeat at home in Norwich, which is that was as, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. I remember the stadium for a long, long time. Fans as well. It's very early in the season for fans to start making noises, and of course, to start chatting at Ella Short in that game as well because they're wanting them to spend more money. I mean, you've 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 got to say it, the place we feel like we're in now compared to then is staggering, isn't it? it this in is contrast. this is exactly what I was saying at the beginning about enjoying it. You know, like mm. we've had to suffer. Mm. I was me and the the lads who sit in front of me in the North Stand. We were like, having, I'd, I'd moved back to a seat I used to sit in. They were different to the people who used to sit, there and we we were arguing about it and that. Like you know, like having a go at each other a bit. Basically, by the end of the season at the Everton game, we're all hugging and shaking hands and stuff. And it's just—it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? If any sport is a supporter, you live in the moment, and and it is important to reflect and know where you've come from and where you, you know, and not to forget that yeah, you know, just because someone's been good for two weeks, like Quatez was, like for example, doesn't mean you sign them up for the next five years. But at the same time. We've had to suffer in the moment, and now we should enjoy it. And and that Norwich game, I think that told me straight away that Avocat was just he wasn't up to it. Like mm. he he had in his head, he he was technically astute in the running when we stayed up because yeah. he went right. We've got to keep it tight. We've got to do this, this, and this. And then he thought, right, well, I'm just going to play football the way I like my teams to play to football. One. I haven't I'm got the players to do it, but tough, off you go. And they're just standing there. I mean, Norwich were just running round us yeah. like they were Barcelona without even having to try, really. And, and I mean, the not either. Didn't, he, no, um, the didn't we start with a 4-4-2 in that game? <sighs> Can't even remember. I'm just, sure we did because we, fit, we blocked it out my mind. Did we play 4-4-2 at Leicester? Because oh, Catamore came Catamore off, didn't Catamore came off after half an hour and, and he brought Fletcher on. Fletcher on. Right, yeah. yeah, we did. Catamore, there's another, uh, another renaissance man again. He's like He's done it again. Under Advocate, it looked like if he stays in charge, the way that he wanted to play football was to have this ball moving quite mm. quickly. Catamore just couldn't keep up up with it. And then even under Allardyce, he he was kind of in and out. Mm. And then it just clicked, didn't it, again? And he's back and he and he's he's doing his thing. And he's just such a great player to have around the club, him, isn't he? Like mm. he obviously loves being here and he's he's had the armband back and not looked overawed by it, which he has in the past as well. I, I and what we've just been saying if he if he can sign him via, which would be perfect because he's absolutely magnificent. Well, that was his first, that was his debut, wasn't he? And he's been you know started pretty much every game. He's Norwich just a really phenomenal. Team against he's... Norwich is Pantelimon and goal, Billy Jones and Van Arnold fullbacks, Quatez and Kabul setting halves. I know you're saying you think it was four for two. Graph. I don't. Know. I think he had. I, the think, four, he was, I think he had yeah, to four on the wing. On the wing. I, I think, think he yeah, did yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So you had and via 
Larson and Catamol uh, in a three-man midfield, um, which you know wouldn't isn't sort of that different from what you could say. Obviously, Kirchhoff's come and made the difference there. But then up front, this was the thing, wasn't it? And we could kind of see where Dick Advocat was coming from at the time when he was playing Defoe out of that central striker position. Definitely. So you had Fletcher down the middle, and then Lentz and, and Defoe flanking him, and that's the side that they played against Norwich. And it looks, it sounds absolutely ridiculous now thinking of Defoe in that position. At the time, you could yeah. kind of understand it was where it was coming from. at the end from. of the season before yeah. as well. So. Because you thought Defoe isn't this player who can play up front by himself. And obviously, Allardyce has put a lot of work oh, in him to, to, to make sure that he now well, is that a player who can two, play Two things is testament to both of them, because Gareth and I have, have discussed it on this show and, and whatnot about Defoe, and I've argued saying, look, he's 33 or 32 at the time, he's not going to adapt his game at that age, he's learned to play a certain way and that's how he plays. But, to be fair to him, he's adapted to playing as a central striker on his own and he's obviously grafted and another one who absolutely loves it, like the emotion he's shown. But not just that, testament to Allardyce's uh, credentials as a manager because that comes from coaching and and like them working with, obviously, the rest of the team to get the best out of him and in getting the best out of him, you get the best out of the team, and it's it's just been like remarkable. I'm sick of hearing like fans of other clubs slagging Allardyce off. Yeah. Well, I say other clubs, one other club. <laughs> I know West Ham fans don't like him either, but he he left them in a much better position than he found them. And the, the uh, Billich has done well. I'm not knocking him, but he's built on that platform. It's not like Pearson at Leicester. That's a load of rubbish. That mm. he, he nearly took them down before he saved them, yeah. and. I'm sorry, but like whatever Newcastle fans think, oh, when he puts his stamp on the team and stuff. But didn't they have 21 points from 20 games or something when they sacked them? And then they went down. And then they went down. Yeah. But then they'll always say, well, he put the things in place for us to get relegated. I mean, so he did sign some Blackburn. bad Newcastle. Oh, sorry. He, but he did buy some bad players, don't get me wrong. Sapper, but it's Jeremy. Blackburn were in a very stable place when they, had, when they had sacked them as well. Rosenthal. Oh, yeah, he was quite highly rated, Rosenthal, wasn't he? Didn't he go back Juventus or something, I don't know. After um, <laughs> after, after he, he basically was the he was agent Allardyce when he went in there. After Advocat went, <laughs> they had the foundation. Allardyce come in and lost his first game and beat Newcastle as as you do when you're a Sunderland manager, um, and then he got back to back wins shortly after that, didn't he? Crystal Palace away and Stoke well, I think City. Should, I don't think it's, I don't think what you should do actually for the sake of where we are now is look at the Southampton game at home. Well, I, no, I actually want to mention the Watford one and the next run of games because what I'm saying is we we were then back to back games. We got out of the relegation zone. I mean, we always beat Stoke. It doesn't matter who our manager is, <laughs> and we thought this is it. This is what he brings. Yeah. Back to back wins. We're going to kick on now. And then we went and lost those. Was it six games in a row? We, we lost. Man. We were playing three five two at the time as well of of yeah. winning games as well, which is so it's a you know what it's a six, was six losses there. And uh, Gareth's mentioned there. Yeah. Sorry, just to. While it's on that, because obviously you mentioned Southampton, but Watford was the one I was thinking where we lost one at home. It was quite similar to the Southampton game that Gareth mentions, where it was really uncomfortable to watch. It wasn't and, nice. and, and that's where you were starting to think, fans of these other sides, I can see where they're coming from now. And I was thinking, because Allardyce kept talking about the time, about respecting the point and <laughs> making sure you don't lose a game if you draw it. And I was sitting there at the time, I'll be honest, thinking, I'm not sure this is for me, mind, if this is what we're, we're going to see. But in hindsight, certainly, that was just down the lack of a quality. He was working with yeah. garbage. The quality we had in the side, wasn't it? He, he and, did so much. He was working so hard to try and get something out of the yeah. absolute mixed bag of players well, he had at his disposal. I know. Yeah. And and it was that three five two. You're right, Rory. Like I think Larson got injured or something. Well, the, he had the, to rip def- it up. the, the defenders start because when he first played, it was with. Jones, Quaters, and Brown. And never, oh, yeah, six, and we got two. Six yeah. two. But that was, wasn't, I don't think it was because of the three. It wasn't five, because two, of the form. Stupid, but, but, yeah. but, but what it made him realise is I can play this formation if I've got the right personnel yeah. for it. And that was all shakeable and Quaters initially for a couple of games. And then the injuries came was it in. Kabul got not as well. He Kabul, was out for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. And Kabul got injured. But even after him. Um, was out for. Even after he it, said, even after he said, "Oh, I can't play this formation without the right personnel," we played Watford at home, and he put Billy Jones there again. Yeah, and and after twenty work. minutes, he took Yedlin off and yeah. totally put us back mm, to four-three-three, yeah. and we never saw it again. I mean, after those accepted Spurs, <laughs> well, I mean, briefly, yeah, the, and again. the disastrous yeah. debut. <laughs> Somebody, uh, Michael Bowers, uh, Michael Bowers, sorry, uh, has asked us on Twitter, "Do you think losing those six games and uh, ironically sort of helped our season because it?" Brought to everyone's attention the need to strengthen in January, and of course, players like Toivonen, who we quite liked, mm. stopped getting in after after that run. Because Toivonen, that's something you really have to so credit Maladice with as well. Is like 
He's tried people, and, uh, and when they haven't done what he's asked of them, he's gone, right, you're out. It's no sentiment. No did it with Tyvenin. Yeah. You know, he's done it with Lent. You know, he's, he's done it with a few players where he said, listen, here, go and have a go. If you're going to come in and knock on my door and say you should be playing, right, you can go and play, prove yourself. You haven't. Out you go. Well, I've got. I mean, I, Pat Tillemon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Manone, I mean, I, I don't know if they, I think the Italy squad's due to be announced today. He's but, been training with them, isn't he? So, but he yeah. could be in. I mean, he could go to the Euros and he started the season on the bench at Sunderland. Still, a lot of Sunderland fans wouldn't have him starting for Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and, I, I think, you know, it's a great achievement. I mean, for Manone, and credit to Allardyce for. You know, making that change, and you know, it, it, at first it looked a bit shaky, but you know, maybe bringing bringing Pickford back put that pressure on Manoni. And he, to be yeah. fair, Manoni usually in the past he's crumbled, but this time, after a few a bit of a shaky start, he stood up and he like in the last few games he's been outstanding. It's certainly going to be interesting to see who he starts with next season because I think it was everybody was automatically assuming and presuming it was going to be Pickford. Might not be the case now. At the end of those six games, we beat Aston Villa at home. <laughs> now that. At the time, both sides were a little bit starting to get yeah. a little bit separated from team. the rest of the division. We were about seven points adrift. It just we? shows, doesn't it, in the context of one football game, sometimes how big it can be. Because if Villa won that game, it quite easily could have went the other way. I remember when Roy King was manager here as well, and we were second bottom and Derby were bottom. And again, the same mm. thing was happening. We played Derby around Christmas, didn't we, and mm. won 1 0. Last nil. minute. And, and Stokes. Sometimes you, you don't realise how big these games games can be and that that was a huge performance I think everyone knew also, that one was a big end, didn't also they? Defoe scored two and, and then it was back to back wins because we went to Swansea afterwards and he scored, and he scored a hat trick. And, and that was the time when we looked at Defoe and thought we could have the, the player who, who, who he's always been who he'd only he, scored, he's always been throughout his career he'd only scored you know, four league goals I think was it mm. up until there uh, that was a game of Swansea where so. wasn't it when you looked at Defoe and that was the start of it was the start of Allardyce realising as well because he'd been in and out the side if you remember mm. Newcastle at home he was only on the bench he was very much only a squad player up until then and massive credit to Defoe because he kept he kept going in and out the yeah. side but being like nah sorry I'm not letting you drop me even at Southampton a few weeks, a few months later rather, when Ndoy started, right. he comes off the bench and he's like, mate, I'll show you again. You don't put me on the bench yeah. and scores what should have been the winner. But he, it's funny you mentioned that Newcastle game actually because it was him coming on. That, that, yeah, apart from the red card as well, but he changed it because yeah. he come on for Tyvon who was just yeah, floundering, yeah, wasn't he? Mm. He, he was just completely and awful. And went down with a groin injury yeah. which looked a little bit like he'd made it like up. he bottled it. Yeah. Big style because him and Lens, I think that was oh, kind Lentz of telling. terrible in that N- game. Both he? of them just completely looked like they didn't really have a clue what was going on. They looked like Newcastle players, players looking yeah. derbies, and then you compare that to the lads who've come in and the way they performed at St James's. Yeah, just again, the contrast between the type of player he's brought in and the ones who he's eventually trusted in the running, which well, like and the ones saying. that he started with, it just he's like you say, he's given them all a go. It's due diligence, but, isn't it? Like in, on transfers as well. You look, at you know, he hasn't just gone, oh, I know him, so I'll bring him in, I know him, and he's done it before because he, he brought in that lad. I can't remember it. Was it? Uh, John, Roger Johnson for, for West Ham, yeah. <laughs> which uh, didn't go very well. Didn't did go very he? well at all. Let's did remember it. that. But for us, fortunately, <laughs> get him in. He's been chasing Lamine <laughs> Corne for whatever year, eighteen months. Mm. And, and how huge and, is that? Because well, that was on and off. And on and off three oh, times. I know. You forget about that, don't you? Don't you oh, that's what I was thinking when he like got that yeah, third yeah. goal. I was thinking he like, nearly wasn't here. And how you know, as, as ter- in in terms of joy. In a face, I think there's only <laughs> no. three people in my life who, uh, you know, in the top three, would say my son, who's got a very joyous face, Ainsley Harriet, <laughs> yes, and Lamine Corney, because I can't look at Ainsley Harriet's face and not smile. What it's about Dave Benson Phillips? No, He's up not there for me. For me Agabusi. No, no, Agabusi's too cliche. He's too annoying. For me, <laughs> but he was great when he was at the stadium. I like that time half-time shootout in goals. I don't remember. It was just amazing. His name got announced. I was just, I can't remember. Stunned. By I mean, Corne is just—he's anyway. <laughs> just so you know. I don't. He's, he's just he, you know. Every, as soon as he walked in, it was just like blimey. Look he at this Yeah. Just just total you know, like, cult hero status. Yeah, like straight instantly. away, and like you know, Kazri is the same, and in his you know application in games and what he brings. You know, yeah, he hasn't. Some games he's had a bit of a stinker, but like you can't fault. But he always tries. He always tries. Presses all the yeah. time. Plays in a position where you yeah. might, where you're going to have them as well. Yeah. And he, want, you know, yeah, he wants to. He wants to do well. You know, he sometimes wants he to, wants to do well a little bit too, too much, much, and that yeah. like, kind of. Affects a good his example of anything. Was... He tries to do too well. <laughs> <Yeah>. If anything, <laughs> I 
I've got nothing. Right. <laughs> Better than Clive spent all. Yeah. Remember away to Newcastle when he was tried about fifty <laughs> times to have that shot before Van Arnold had the one that was saved by Elliot yeah. that like turning oh, point. Yeah. And you go back to the Newcastle game as well when we're talking about how Toivonen and Lenz look like their players usually do. Look at Kone and Kirchhoff in that game who've never played in like a, a derby in this country. Before. I'm sure they've played in big games. But they just breeze through that, especially mm. Kirchhoff. And it's, like, it's total due, due diligence. Just no one... Who, who to bring in and who's going I mean, to have the right I mean, it's kind of tricky not to get carried away, isn't it? We spoke up... No, Allardyce has said that this is the best ever transfer window. He's probably had it. Well, right. most after that, we can't take it for granted it's going no, to happen you can, again. You can easily sign a couple of stinkers. Yeah. He's, he, the thing is, the difference between him and other managers we had is... He set himself up with three good ones, so people are going to be more forgiven if he makes things. After the, funny, after yeah. the Tottenham game, we did a podcast, and remember, we were all saying, if we're going to bring players in in January, they have to be ready, because we're yeah. talking about Kirchhoff having that Because he just yeah. wasn't. Well, the, but, uh, that was Allardyce's fault. And yeah. people always say he never takes the blame, and he admitted he was yeah. wrong. He admitted yeah. he shouldn't have done what he yeah. did. I mean, Kirchhoff afterwards said he was like he just wasn't he was nervous, he wasn't right. You and know? He brought him on into a team that was playing four at the back to yeah. play as a third centre-back. Yeah. It just didn't work, and you know. But to be fair to him, you know, we we played, you know, Man City. The, was it Man City the following week? Yeah. No, we yeah no. We drew, Bournemouth. Then, we drew one over Bournemouth, but Kershaw mustn't have been involved in that it, game. It didn't come straight back in. He no, gave no. him a breather because then when he was in the man when he was in the Man City team, people thought it might be three at the back again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and and, and then he and then he was playing a midfield. Yeah. Like, ah, he looks all right. And that was, the, that was the, I think that was a day where we all said, you know, Left oh, there's some quite good players there, but. We've probably left too much to do. I think it was six points adrift at that point, um, and it looked as though yeah, we're, twice we're probably going down. And that was thirteen sad... games or so. We've lost, lost twice. After brilliant, that, isn't it? But you know what, what it is about those three players. It was something I was saying to me dad. Uh, I think it was me dad or someone. Like as usual, <laughs> as opposed to no. But every time we sign someone, we're on here talking about players and saying, "I well now they're a bit rubbish." But at least, well, they do this. With them three, I've not got a complaint. Mm. Like you say, Casriel have a stinker now and then. Corny's had a couple of moments. Sort of, yeah, but, but on the whole, you play you every the, week for fifteen exactly, games yeah. in the Premier gonna, League. Yeah. You're going to make no, a mistake. That's not exactly what I'm saying. As opposed to the baseline being mistakes, but they'll have two or three good games. All of them have just come in and just done it. And you look at them and think, great, there's a spine of a team there, mm. like you can build around. Unlike normally, it's quite as. Ah, he's a complete load of garbage. But occasionally he wins a header. He'll work hard. Yeah, or like, something that's, like that. That's, that's the best, occasionally he's dug underneath the ball. Yeah, yeah. Six uh, foot seven. You know what I mean, yeah. though? Like, we used, to, we used to sign in players where you've got to make right. excuses for them. You've got to think of reasons that they might do something. Rodwell's a great example of it. I really would love him to do well, but he's obviously his yeah. game's riddled with problems. Mm. But for once, you don't have to say that yet because you can just point at everything that's good about them. Yeah. And and that's just such a breath of fresh air. I can't and remember the last time he's done that. Come into that bracket well, as well. Of course he does. You know, of course he does. I mean, did you say Rodwell was going to score against Watford, Rory? Did you say Rodwell was going to score against Watford? No, wasn't it? somebody's tweeted Lee Willing. Uh, Lee was that Willingale? Yeah. Um, Jack Rodwell scored a goal. Rory was right. Can't even along. Know it's English. I'll yeah, take the credit for it, but I don't no, think it was he's me. asking you for this week's lottery. Is it not numbers? me? It was I? I used to bang the drum scene. He would be our well, Nolan. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I said to Gareth before, you know, Stephen <laughs> still thinks he's going to score the winner against Leicester. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to praise him too much. I've even had one of my mates' dads um, sort of come up to us when I was leaving the pub the other day and, and started having a go at us because he listened to Sean and I was praising yeah. Rodwell on it and he was well, saying you, I don't know what I'm you, talking yeah. about and stuff which is fair enough I'll take that but I said to Gareth before the show it'd be interesting if um, <laughs> to see Rodwell next season if, if we manage to, to, to avoid the bottom three that, like, we're not in a relegation class no pressure on depends if someone had taken Anyone? him I think he'd be gone I don't know why I'm defending that I, so I don't see I can't see I don't think I think he's another one he's another one who's had his goal and then he brought Catamo back in because he and then and then it was a challenge for Rodwell. Then says, right, what are you going to do? Now <laughs> got his chance against the the ball falls to him four yards from goal, mm. and, and it's one all. And he manages to somehow put the ball over the crossbar, and like, and you just think that was it for me for his Sunderland career. I just thought, yeah, he's think, not going to recover well, from he that didn't, in, until the last game. That yeah. that was it for him, yeah. wasn't it? Um, I mean. <clears throat> You know, we, we need to get on other games now. Really, where really swung it for us because we were again. Leicester one was like, you know, did we need that point really? Frustrating. Norwich that, was obviously huge as well. 
absolutely huge. Um, we spoke a lot about that on the ITL, didn't we? Because I know, I know we're coming to an end. I just want to mention the by the time we got to the Chelsea game at home, where we thought, you know, and uh, Anthony Thurgood, one of many people pointing out, saying, you know, that atmosphere, the crowd probably got the players through with that game. It was like the Stadium of Light when we first moved there. You can't underestimate because how do we? We were saying, weren't we? If we lose that game in Newcastle don't get something a Villa we might be alright but that, that a result in that game has kind of kept us up in the end totally like it's it's still for me like I'm still like a bit on a high from that result now it was like and the way like an absolute world of a goal from Kazri Barini's and Defoe's coming so close together mm. and then just the supporters like it was like you say totally one of those games from the Peter Reid days of we sucked the ball into it, the net. It felt like, like it felt like the kind of game that you're sitting and looking on, like you're nil nil in a game that you really need to win, and you're looking at the other results <laughs> coming in, and that you're thinking, "Oh, so and so two on to losing," and yeah. then all of a sudden, it's not it's that three anymore. two, and your heart sinks, and you think, "Why can't we do that?" Mm. And that day, we did it. It was us for once. We did it. Although it has been yeah. a few times recently, but yeah, you know but, what I mean. But like, like in that dramatic circumstance. You know, with the fixtures where they were, in the you know, with, with everyone you know saying that Newcastle would obviously definitely beat Aston Villa, which they didn't, you know, and that just all of a sudden it was like the door was open and we were massive favourites. And I know, even if we even if we even if we got a draw in that game, Newcastle had drawn, the door still would have been open, but there would have been more pressure. Yeah, and like all of a sudden it was like, blimey, we've got two games to get two points. Respect the point in each no. game, and you're there. And I'll tell you what, we didn't need it, we disrespected no. the point. And that, and that Everton game was perfect time, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Because Rodgers just said he's still in the high from the Chelsea game then. Evidently, the fans and players still were. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were game, saying, oh, we could, have done with, we could have done with that Everton game not being changed, and then as it turned out, yeah, it, was it was perfect. perfect. It was perfect. Martinez perfect. was obviously every, long yes, gone. And everyone was still on a mm. massive high, and those two games almost condensed into one for the, the feeling of euphoria that you had and, and getting the job done and it's going to be we've had some great escapes over the years where you think about different games for example when we went to Stamford Bridge and won when Point was managing then Cardiff came in we won 4-0 but mm. that was nothing like this in, in terms of well, there was an added, there was an added, there was an added bonus wasn't of course there, there was yes. the thing is though that I don't care what anyone says like that's just made me uh, like you know <laughs> what I mean like not only have they gone down it's because of us like we we took four points no, off no, them, they, which is they, a bit less than usual. They've sent themselves down. Yeah, <laughs> they've uh, sent themselves down, Craig. Come on. Well, I'm confused. Nothing to do with Sunderland. How is how is Even it, though, how can they send themselves down when they've got Rafa in charge? Yeah. So he's not responsible, but it's their fault. Yeah. It's confusing. What I like is it's, it's the if if the players and the manager aren't winning, it's the owner. But if they keep the manager and the players, then they'll be all right next season, even though the owner's still going to be there. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense about them because they're all idiots. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, little rats. They're not. I mean, they're, they're not. Get down, down into the uh, bin where yeah. you belong. <laughs> little <laughs> scratters. Yeah, it's got Newcastle <laughs> friends, Craig, as well. No, they're, they're all. They're not all idiots. Obviously, they, we've got an element. Everyone's got an yeah. element. Just there's just last just, year. <laughs> the, yeah. But obviously, and it, you know exactly where yeah. they're coming from. If the you're minute, in the, because we I would have been absolutely. Gutted if it was the other yeah. way around. But of course they would. But they're trying but they to pretend never, they're not gutted. They would never have. Yeah. They would never have uh, stooped to that level. To the levels. I mean, the plane thing for me, it's not something that I would think. It's not, or, not what I want to engage in, but it's, I enjoyed it's not it. Something. It's not something that I would like. Go. Oh, yeah, that'll be funny because I don't think it's that funny. I think there's funnier things you can do. Just generally ripping into them without spending like a thousand pound. But if you want to, if that's what you want to do, then fine. And you know, go and do that. But um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's just their reaction's quite funny. It's, you know, clutching at straws. You know, as we, we touched on certain things earlier about unfortunate situations at our football club that have occurred in the last year, and they seem to be grabbing onto that as some sort of point scoring. Which is uh, very strange. Which is like a weird it's thing like, they get look, excited about. It's um, like, look, I think, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for other people here, but, I, you know, I did a lot of sort of, it sounds a bit dramatic, but soul searching mm. and stuff at that time. and. Yeah. It, it didn't help that we were absolute rubbish as well. I'm not going to lie, like, but it's not just one season. You know, we've all been going to games and writing about games and talking about games. And in some ways, the more you do that and the more into it you are, the more it, it almost yeah. pushes you away yeah. in some yeah. ways. Mm. 
And why do why should I put the effort into doing the podcast on this day and the, yeah. you know and, the, and write this column or whatever? Yeah. Because and it's tiring why, like, and you have, to re, you have to relive you know? relive the disappointments yeah. and the frustration. And then on top of that, you've got people at the club who have been doing this, that, and the other, and then oh, someone in the upper echelons is doing. And it just doesn't leave a very nice taste. So I'm but not again, the bottom line that, is that, that we, has been an issue, hasn't it? We're not, but, we're, you know, as supporters, not we're, not, fault. we're not we're not responsible for the actions of these people. You know, they no, they no, independently. And but at the same time, it's a reflect on us. I we're know. the ones who've got to I go know. and stand in a stadium and pay yeah. for the privilege and listen, and listen to other people. But that's why when have a go at us. That's so, why when something like the Chelsea game happens as well, you get that outpouring yeah. of emotion yeah, that happened definitely. and in the Everton game. Yeah, definitely. And I tell you what. By the way, since he's gone, we've been a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Well, people not... like getting people like that out of the dressing no. room. Him, yeah. Graham, Antillamon, Fletcher, Fletcher, yeah. Bridcut by all accounts. Oh, he uh, seems like a right plum, him, doesn't he? But, <laughs> but I mean, God knows what his personality's like. But I just don't let him anywhere near a football pitch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he got on the couldn't even get in the first team for Birmingham. Well, could he? Well, 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 just Grim. to finish up while we're speaking about idiots and stuff, I would just like to say, <laughs> I would like to say that if you are in the element of uh, the group that are idiots who support Sunderland, we don't discriminate. I'd still listen into the show. Oh, I love, I love. If, you, if you're there sitting there and you're thinking, oh, well, I'm an idiot, that's okay. Well, no. <laughs> Listen to the show, that's fine. Gareth, do you want to come on, do the live pod in London thing? And then we Are we finished, don't we? Oh, it's can a we shame. How long is this one for then? Can he, can he ages? What's... I think we should all have like a sentence or two of just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're doing a live show in London. Wow, eh? Hey. Wow, we. Woo. <laughs> the big time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a um, <laughs> Big Ben, the Parliament, yeah, Guy Fawkes, um, yeah, the London, the Thames. Uh, London will be there near the Thames actually, because it's uh, a Tower Bridge Southwark Brewery, um, run by a massive lads fan, um, and we've managed to organise an event there. So we'll be doing a live show um, for a little season preview on the 30th of July, and you can buy tickets. Um, Via the Love Supreme website. Um, there's links on our um, website, um, wisemensay.co.uk, on Twitter and on Facebook. We'll be pushing it. Um, obviously, we know that there's probably a lot of people in London uh, who support the lads, and the supporters branch is quite strong down there. So hopefully, um, there'll be a good turnout and it'll be a nice little start of the season after the Euros has finished and that lull's kicked in where. You want more football because you've had it'll a be little the fix that you yeah, need. Yeah, you need, and you can like it'll really start. That'll be the start. You'll you know we'll be talking Sam about. Sam Allardyce has walked because he's not yeah. happy with it. <laughs> transfer. transfer thing. Well, I've less yeah. of that. Billy Jones will <laughs> sign a seven-year deal as manager. Player um, <laughs> 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 manager. God. John O'Shea. No, no. John O'Shea take on the players' managers. I would uh, yeah. tell you what he's got. He's got. If, if John O'Shea doesn't manage Sunderland in the future, then. He definitely will. Sorry, definitely going to happen. <laughs> Does make any sense. No, he no, he will. definitely will. He, he definitely will. Like he can, you know. We'll, we'll probably not have punk ass by the time he's managing Sunderland. It'll probably be something else. You'll probably get like You'll probably get Gareth's data. actual face beamed into your room. You know? beam, beamed into your brain. Uh, oh, are we really going out <laughs> for the summer with that? Yeah. With that image? Come on, <laughs> no, no. Come thank, on. Well, thanks to um, everyone for listening every week and um, and uh, into the light as well. Um, and thanks to all the guests who've come on and given up the time for free. Um, thanks for everyone who came along to the live pod the other week because this is the first one we've done since then. Um, it's it good. Good night, um, London people. But I would, we wouldn't obviously. We, this what is it? The fourth season that we've been doing God, this. Is that really? We're into the fourth season because coming it, up to the fourth. Well, it, this was the end of the fourth, wasn't it? Because right. it was De Canio. Started halfway through, didn't on, we? Did we? Sorry. Or nail? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, it was not long before O'Neill got sacked. Three, it's been three and a bit. Yeah. out buy tickets <laughs> for the London show. I know we've we'll finished the London show. Hopefully, have a nice bit. special this guest in that. Let's you know, be honest, yeah, we guess we're, we're still trying to organise. We've <laughs> a few. Uh, as um, Brucey would say, we're keeping my powder dry. Um, with, with <laughs> oh, we're bringing a striker. <laughs> yeah, we might. Maybe, maybe we've been talking to somebody who played as a striker once, briefly, but we'll talk about that afterwards. Um, but yeah, the, that was the campest I've ever yeah, seen. Well, that, was, that was my, that was what I was going for. Shame it wasn't on Flam- It wasn't very flamboyant. Right, expecting more. Listen for the season. This is us done then. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, yeah. we'll do pre-season one at some point yeah. probably, and then the London one. So. To talk about how great our new signs are going to be, and they'll turn out to be rubbish as, as every season. No, no, come on. Going out on You know, he's going to do the job. He's going to bring in another corner, another Kershaw, another Kazri. And then another younger another Defoe, Keirs, <laughs> another the Endoy. The three Keirs he <laughs> signed. Endoy, I'll take him. Plus Kabul, it's all about the care. Yeah, the care factor. Yeah, special special care. care. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.